Despair, a medical perspective on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Dale Johnson, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide a biblical solution for the problems that people face. And this week on the podcast, I am delighted that Dr. Sam Stevens, who is on staff with ACBC, he is our director of training center certification. And Sam was able to sit down with Dr. Lee Edmonds, who lives and practices medicine in Cooperstown, New York where he serves there as the Chief of Pulmonary and Sleep Medicine at Bassett Healthcare. Uh, Dr. Edmonds obtained his bachelor's degree from Bucknell University and medical degree from Jefferson Medical College in Philadelphia. His advanced training was at the Mayo Clinic as an active teacher in the field of medicine, and he holds a position of Associate Clinical Professor of Medicine at Columbia University College of Physicians and Surgeons. And he's published on a variety of medical issues. Lee and his wife, Jean, have been involved in home education of their five children for over 20 years. Lee is an ACBC certified member, and he counsels and teaches at Potter's Wheel Discipleship Center in Cooperstown, New York. Uh, Gentlemen, I'm so excited about the conversation that you're going to have today in regards to despair, talking about body and soul uh, from a distinctly medical perspective. So, Sam, thanks for this time and the conversation that you're going to have. Well, Dr. Edmonds, thank you for taking the time to come and speak with us today on this topic. And you being a medical doctor, being able to give us some perspective and also a biblical counselor. So thanks again for being here. Um, So the first question I want to ask for you, and maybe our listeners, I think, would be very interested in this. um, Where do you see or do you see a line between the medical and the spiritual uh, regarding these deaths of despair? Well, first of all, thanks for for having me. And that's a common question which I get asked frequently. Um, One might see the body as cared for by the medical science actually separate from the soul, cared for by pastors, but that really is not correct. Genesis 2-7 says, The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Well, humans are not either spiritual or physical, but rather an alloy of both components without a clear line. I think if you think of the example of steel, you cannot separate steel into carbon and into um, iron and still have steel. Uh, They're really an alloy which is fused, and we as humans are the same. And and that means that sometimes uh, the body and the soul live in such close proximity that they catch each other's diseases. When uh, St. Luke was practicing medicine back in the New Testament times, there wasn't much of the science of medicine. And as medicine entered into the modern era, unfortunately, it moved in a direction as though we were only atoms and electrons, Mm. that we only had a material body. And that notion is still alive and very destructive in many people's worldviews. One of the good things that the postmodern era brought uh, is the reintroduction of the reality of the soul. Um, This move back towards the, the biblical truth that the Bible has always taught that humans uh, need to be seen as a holistic body, soul, being uh, while we're in this life. Um, Dietrich Bonhoeffer once said that in the presence of a psychiatrist, I can only be a sick man. In the presence of a Christian brother, I can dare to be a sinner. So in a nutshell, not everyone is sick, but everyone is a sinner uh, and in need of the counsel of biblical truth. Uh, So Some might benefit from some medical interventions for sickness of the body, but everybody needs to understand who God is, who man is, who Christ is, the real story of what really is. 
Yeah, what a great perspective. And, and you see this, uh, and this was not going to be a surprise to any of us and our listeners included, that you, you see in our culture near what would some would call epidemic levels of deaths that maybe come out of deep despair, um, suicidal ideations, things like that. Um, why do you think, or what are your thoughts about how we got to where we are now regarding things like that? Well, that's another great question, which people struggle with. But mm-hmm. despair, you know, is another term for hopelessness. And as I mentioned, in the mm-hmm. modern era of medicine, we looked towards the atoms and electrons and with only that medical model to cure, the quote, the sick. And then with the postmodern, we started to talk that more about not just the physicality of man, but also about that soul half of us. And unfortunately, the postmodern era missed the mark. And um, I'd like to recall that Colossians 2.8 says, see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human traditions and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. So rather than turning to Christ to cure despair and hopelessness since the postmodern era, we've turned to ideas of man like yoga and meditation and self-help and and these are sort of fine-sounding arguments, but they're really not the truth. Um, what we as biblical counselors do is bring truth, an accurate description of how things really are, to bear on people's problems. Second Corinthians 10.5 says, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Um, isn't that really what we want to do with our goal in counseling? We desire to explain the truth clearly and pray that the Holy Spirit will open the eyes and that people will accept that truth. In, in 2 Timothy, there's one of my favorite passages which says, gently instruct it uh, in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, that they may come to their senses and escape the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. I mean, there's just many ideas of which are not true. And so we want to bring to bear biblical truth on the problems of despair, hopelessness. Yeah, right. Um, no, that's a great perspective. And maybe moving into the practical a little, little bit, um, when it comes to things like suicide, self-harm, uh, the, these, the, the depths and the, the deaths leading uh, out from despair, what can ACBC counselors do? How can we contribute in this area? How do we, how do we engage with this problem? Well, first of all, we have to understand that there's not a second chance with suicide. So this is an important issue. And, and mm. all counselees carry the risks associated with suicide. I mean, those are the very stressors, the very reasons they came asking for help, you know, relational, financial, whatever those things are. And so we need to ask a few important questions. One is, um, do you ever think about hurting yourself? Um, do you have a plan to hurt yourself? Uh, do you own a firearm? Firearms being 50% of success, you know, suicides are by firearm. Um, and asking those questions doesn't increase the risk it actually reduces the risk of suicide. So we need to ask those questions of our, our counselees, all of whom have the risks for suicide. Secondly, we need to uh, try to, in the church in general, reduce the, I'm just going to use the word stigma associated with suicide and all the mental anguish that people suffer. People are really quick to raise their hand in church and ask for prayer over their recent cancer diagnosis uh, and then ask for support, but not in the area of despair. Um, the church needs to become a place of help and hope regardless of the nature of a person's struggle. Um, Lord knows we all struggle, and, and we need to have the church be a haven and not an illusion of heaven as though we don't have struggles here. Um, Jesus said that, Come unto me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
we all have a lot to learn in our journey with Christ. Indeed, indeed. Um, so on, on, in addition to that, so uh, very helpful for us to think as biblical counselors, what about from a, the medical perspective? Is there any uh, help from that side as well? Well, first, it's pretty obvious that, that the medical field doesn't have a vaccine or a cure, uh, given the fact that the, the rates of suicide have increased 30% mm. since the turn of the century. So we're not doing well. But there are a couple of things that the medical field can do uh, when they're necessary. And one of those would be to secure and protect a suicidal person. You might call that suicide watch. The medical profession has the capacity to to, well, just say, take people and lock them up against their, their own free will. And sometimes that's necessary to keep people from harming themselves. So you want to remember that there isn't a second chance in suicide. So if that's necessary, we should ask that the medical profession help us with that. A second thing is that uh, everyone is a sinner and needs Christ, but there are some people who are actually sick. I mean, medication isn't necessarily a sin, and um, the benefits are sometimes great. Uh, medication can be used to take a psychotic or delusional person who might even think they're Jesus and bring them back to a, an area where they can have a cogent discussion, and we can counsel, and we can work with them. Unfortunately, much of the medical profession in society really has come to rely too heavily upon medication and the medical model alone. There's a, a common sort of cultural uh, and medical actual misperception um, regarding the most common diagnoses in the DSM realm of diagnoses like depression and anxiety, eating disorders, insomnia, PTSD. Um, The fact is that medication hasn't been found to hold the solution in any of those problems. And even in the best of medical studies, what's really been found that rather than medication are forms of counsel which are actually superior to medication. Interesting. Now, now not all counseling is equal. I mean, some lack biblical truth, and therefore they lack the gospel, lacks the action of the Holy Spirit. But all of us, even uh, people who know Christ, sometimes can become confused in our thinking in difficult situations, and we all need the the entire counsel of God. And so this needs to be accompanied with coming alongside people, helping them with some of the difficult situations and bearing their burdens, and that's really what the church is about. Right. Well, Dr. Edmonds, thank you for taking time to help us think about this really deep issue and how it impacts many of us, um, either directly or indirectly, uh, but seeing how the body and soul both come together when it comes to, to soul care. Uh, we were concerned about both both parts, not just one. So thank you so much for giving us that perspective today. Sam, thanks for having me. Yeah. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. Now, I do want to remind you that Dr. Edmonds had the opportunity to be one of our plenary sessions at our 2019 annual conference, and he actually spoke on this subject. So if this subject was of interest to you, he gave an entire plenary session on this topic that I think you'd find helpful, and that plenary session is available on our website. So to find out more information about our annual conference and the information that was provided there, or this plenary session, which was given by Dr. Lee Edmonds, you can visit us at biblicalcounseling.com.